Hi, and welcome to the Heart of a Perfectionist podcast. I'm your host, Tegan Thompson. I'm a book lover, a chocoholic, and an INTJ living in a world filled with extroverts. I made this podcast to share my experiences and struggles as an introverted perfectionist and to bring the inner workings of an introvert's mind to introverts and extroverts alike. So grab a cup of tea and get comfortable. It's time to unmute. and welcome to another episode of the heart of a perfectionist podcast happy friday it's the end of the week it's such a great feeling to be able to go into the weekend and be like yeah i can rest a little bit (laughs) um this week we'll be talking about some of the misconceptions or myths of introversion along with some unknown facts about being an introvert as well uh so yeah let's just jump in and get started. Uh, So number one, introverts have nothing to say. This is 100% a myth and I guess being an introvert I found it kind of crazy to think that people think this but I guess I can understand where it comes from. Um, Introverts, their brains are thinking constantly about countless things at the same time like they're thinking about what they should eat for dinner how they should finish their homework what they need to do for work like literally all these different things um what was it like for the first man to land on the moon i mean literally some of the randomest things and some of the most things that like are necessary to continue on with your day at the same time and it's like crazy it's just that in a highly extroverted society like the one we live in it is for introverts uh they will only say things that have been processed thoroughly in their brain more than once usually Um, and also something they have deemed to be worthwhile and valuable before they speak up and say anything. And so it's not that introverts have nothing to say because they often have so much to say. It's just that they don't know if it's necessary to say, um, or, you know, if (laughs) they've kind of rolled it around in their brain enough to let other people process it as well um so yeah introverts definitely have plenty to say and uh you know you can always ask what an introvert is thinking about although um as an introvert i would probably say they'll say uh, nothing (laughs) because honestly it's hard to pinpoint exactly what you're thinking about because you're thinking about so much at the same time Uh, Number two, introverts tend to be more creative. This is true, and I've kind of briefly talked about this before. Um, But yeah, introverts, they do a lot of reflection and processing. Um, And because of this, introverts are able to find more creative ideas and kind of think of different ways to do things um just think about things that people don't usually think about either because 
they're spending so much time thinking, so much time processing and reflecting that, you know, they kind of reach these far out corners where people don't go to. And because of that, they're able to find solutions that others wouldn't find or uh, be more innovative uh, with the things they do. Number three, introverts tend to be bad at verbalizing thoughts. This is also true, (laughs) Um, and this would go along with the fact that um, introverts don't talk as often, right? They don't say what they're thinking, Um, and this is because talking and having conversations in general requires you to have quick and immediate responses to what someone says, right? Otherwise you couldn't continue the conversation. Um, and this, this leads to introverts being unable to fully process, right? And reflect on what they're thinking about and what was just said and or allow them to translate their thoughts into words. And I say this because introverts think differently than most people. Uh, I would say most people kind of have a kind of ABC thinking or one, two, three thinking. It's like this to this to this, like directly. Um, Whereas introverts, they might think about one thing that can go correspond to like 15 other things and those 15 things can lead back to three other things that go forward to like 12 things and it's just like all over the place and everything is a web of interconnection and it's crazy and taking something that makes perfect sense in your head and trying to verbalize it is very difficult because you got to go through this translation process almost. Um, it's like a different language and it's very difficult. Um, so because of this, introverts tend to be better at written communication. Um, I know for sure that I am, uh, because this allows you to process and do that translation that is necessary to kind of get your words out. Um, it's one of the reasons I love writing so much, uh, because I can communicate that way. It is my way to communicate. Uh, words are not good for me when they come out of my mouth. <laughs> they, they don't make as much sense. Um, and that's just kind of part of being an introvert and the way the introvert brain works. So, yeah. Four. Introverts hate people. This is a myth. (laughs) I know that, yes, it may seem like we do because we need space and time kind of alone more than extroverts do. We like being out by ourselves and taking time apart from people. And we kind of sit back when it does come to social interaction. But this doesn't mean that we hate people or that we don't like social interaction. Introverts actually love social interaction. 
it's just that we enjoy it differently than extroverts do. Um, so like extroverts, social interaction means they're talking, they're engaging with another person, they're having a conversation, you know, that kind of stuff. Whereas for an introvert, social interaction is more enjoyable when you're able to sit back and observe it. And you're watching other people kind of talk or interact with each other and kind of like figuring people out, learning about people and stuff like that does not mean that we're antisocial or that we're boring. It just means that for us to enjoy socializing, we have to partake in it in a different way than extroverts do. Um, and yes, as I've mentioned before, social interaction and people can become too much when it goes on for too long, uh, for long periods of time. Then it becomes overwhelming, and you just want to kind of completely get away with it, get away from it. But at first, it's definitely enjoyable to be able to watch people. And I know that kind of sounds weird, like people watching, but that's kind of what introverts do. Um, and again, it's just like this, this enjoyment of learning um, that introverts have. And that's why they watch people. Not to be creepy or anything. Um, number five. Introverts are smarter than extroverts. This is a myth. Um, and even though it might seem like it's true because you hear about all these, like, people who are highly celebrated as, like, really strong introverted thinkers, like... Albert Einstein and Charles Darwin. Um, there are so many other people who aren't introverts or are extra, more extroverted. And um, one of those people is actually Steve Jobs. Um, super creative, super smart person. And so, like, you do not have to be an introvert to, you know, be smart. There, there's plenty of smart extroverts. Um, why this may misconception may come about is because innovation um, tends to happen more often in the reflective mindset that we've kind of talked about that introverts, introverts tend to have more. Um, so when you're reflecting and you're processing and you're thinking, you're gonna like be more creative and you're gonna have those innovations that are associated with being smart and naturally introverts are uh, reflective and have a lot of processing that goes on. Um, but yeah, extroverts actually can be introverted at times and have this reflective mindset. Um, in fact, uh, most people are not true extroverts or true introverts. They're actually what are called ambiverts. And uh, this is kind of when you're in the middle and you're not really one or the other. Um, so, you know, kind of a misconception, but yeah, you can definitely be both. Um, plenty of people are both. 
Uh, I would actually say, I would argue that everyone is both. I know that I'm extroverted at times and I'm introverted at other times. I just tend to be more introverted, like I would say 90% of the time. <laughs> but there are those people who are like 50% of the time they're introverted and 50% of the time they're extroverted or 60-40 or whatever it is. And, you know, I would say there's no one who is truly 100% introverted or 100% extroverted. So, I mean... At the core of it, everyone is kind of ambivert-ish. Uh, I don't think that's a word, but we'll go with it. <laughs> um, so anyone can be smart, and smart comes in different forms. Such an important thing to know. You can be book smart, you can be street smart, you can be musically smart, you can be so many other types of smart. <laughs> can't think of anything off the top of my head right now, but there are so many different things. Smart is not necessarily, I can do this calculus math problem, or I can read really fast. Like, that does not necessarily make you smart. So, I think that's also very important to know. Okay, I'm going to stop my rant there. Um, number six, introverts love Lorraine. This is true. This is actually something I just learned recently. Uh, I thought it would be really fun to include this um, because I love the rain. And when I say I love the rain, I love the rain. Like if every day could be rainy, like cloudy, rainy, thunderstormish, I would take that. I would live that life because I love rain that much. Like honestly. I love rain, and I'm not even kidding. <laughs> um, and I guess I never associated it with my personality. I thought it was just, okay, I love rain. I'm not going to think much into that. It's a type of weather. Um, but I actually learned that rain creates white noise, which I already knew that. But because of this white noise, it quiets the mind of an introvert who is usually constantly thinking and cannot shut their mind off and it relieves overstimulation that introverts get from their environment which I've mentioned before which can be other people social interaction um, just kind of things around them also um, overstimulation that you can get from the environment when it's not rainy for example, the sun can actually be very overstimulating. Uh, Activities that are done in nicer weather can be very overstimulating for introverts. And this, the rain and the white noise allows your mind to quiet down and to get rid of some of that overstimulation. It also kind of just generally lowers expectations that people have um, in terms of they're not looking to go outside and go on a walk or go to the beach or um, whatever people do outside. I really wouldn't know because I don't enjoy being outside, to be honest. <laughs> um, but, you know, um, people aren't looking to do those things when it's raining, obviously. Um, because of this, 
it's kind of okay to be at home and kind of just have a lazy day, you know, which introverts love. They love being at home, being able to relax, read a book, watch TV, whatever. And, you know, rainy days allow for this. Hence the reason introverts love rain. Okay, number seven, and the last thing on my list. Introverts make bad leaders. This is 100% a myth and so important. I wanted to address it last because this is a lie that is still told to people who are introverted. Um... I'm going to just start off by listing off examples of some introverted leaders who have been known to be very good leaders. For example, Abraham Lincoln, Eleanor Roosevelt, um, Nelson Mandela, even Barack Obama. All these people are introverts. Um, And, you know... That's amazing because it's so great to know that there are introverted leaders out there and to know that you don't have to follow the extroverts all the time. You can go out on your own and make your own path and become that leader. Um, But why do they make good leaders? Introverts can put themselves in their followers' shoes. So they're not leading from their own place, from what they want. They're reflecting back on what their followers want, what their followers are going through and experiencing, and, and making decisions off of those off of those things. Also, introverts tend to think a lot before they speak and before they make decisions. This has to do with the reflection and the processing that um, introverts' brains do constantly. Um, And obviously both of these things are very important for leading any group of people. But thinking before you speak and make decisions is exceptionally important because you won't make those rash decisions... You won't say things in the heat of the moment. And this can help you be, can help you keep the peace, can help you um, stay connected with your followers, um, which is so, so, so important. Um, so, yes, introverts. Can make great leaders uh, they just have to put themselves out there and do it and believe that they can uh, so yeah that's all I have today thank you so much for listening to this episode of the heart of a perfectionist podcast if you enjoyed this episode or if you learned anything new please go share it with a friend And as always, have a good weekend, and I look forward to seeing you again next week on the Heart of a Perfectionist podcast.
Wow.